All right. What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Savory Show. This is your boy and co-host Avery Floyd. What's up, Sterling Little John? Yes, sir. Man, we got an interesting week of topics to get into, man. This has been something else. Y'all been paying attention to the news. NFL season is about to wrap up. We're going to get into that, get into um, some of these end-of-season end of awards who we think might win, who are these final playoff teams going to be in the NFC and AFC. Kyrie's back with the NBA. We're going to get into that a little bit later. But, man, at the top, we got to get into um, the man of the hour, I guess, for some people. Uh, A.B., Antonio Brown, NFL, you know, all-pro wide receiver with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If you guys have not been sleep, uh, living under a rock, you've probably heard about the recent news, the drama from this past Sunday leading all the way up to today. We're recording this Thursday night. Um, but to give some more insight on it, Sterling, I'm going to kick it to you, bro, and we're going to dive into it. Yeah, um, I'm sure as the world has seen by now, you know, Anthony, I'm sorry, I said Anthony, Antonio Brown um, threw off his helmet um, and dashed off the field in the middle of the game against the New York Jets um, this past Sunday. Um, and actually, um, today, um, Tempe Buccaneers have actually terminated his contract um, effective immediately. Um, in a quote, um, you know, by Bruce Arians, he said, uh, while Antonio did receive treatment on his ankle and was listed on the injury report the week leading up to last Sunday's game, he was cleared to put play by our medical team. And uh, prior to the start of the game, and at no point during the game did he indicate to our medical personnel he could not play. So that was a statement by Bruce Arians, and pretty much that was in reaction to when Antonio Brown has been putting out these past couple of days, stating that Bruce Arians and 10 Bay Buccaneers uh, medical staff pretty much forced him to play when he uh, pretty much said that he told them that he could not play uh, with a hurt ankle. Um, also in the statement of Bruce Arians, um, we attempted multiple times throughout the week to schedule evaluation by outside orthopedic specialists, yet Antonio has not complied. Maintaining the health and wellness of our players is the utmost importance to our organization. Uh, Brown and his attorney, excuse me, said Wednesday that the wide receiver told the Buccaneers he was too hurt to continue playing an injured ankle, as I mentioned before. Uh, but Coach Bruce Arians um, said, um, rebutted that um, having any knowledge of the nature of his outburst, nor did he say Brown communicated to him or the training staff that his ankle was bothering him. Also, um, Bruce Arians also said at no point during the game did he ever ask a trainer or doctor about his ankle. That's the normal protocol, Arians said. We go through protocols during games. I was never notified of it. Obviously, that was a disturbing thing. We were looking for him to go back into the game. Arians said Brown was agitated at halftime of Sunday's game against the Jets about not getting targets he was expecting and that he had to be calmed down. Brown's attorney told ESPN that receiver's ankle and not targets was the source of Brown's frustration. To that, Arians responded with a chuckle. The players know the truth. Uh, things escalated Sunday. Uh, and then in a statement also by Bruce Arians, he said, we called for the personnel group that he had played in the, in the entire game. He refused to go back in the game, Arians said. That's why I looked back and I saw him basically wave off the coach. I then went back and approached him about what was going on. Arians said, Brown said, I'm not. Arians said, what's going on? He also said, Brown responded with, I'm not getting the ball. That's when Bruce Arians said, well, you're done. Get the F out of here. Arians added that he pointed to the exits 
and did not make a throat slashing gesture, which Brown accused him of. Um, with that said, bro, I mean, it's a lot, you know, to unpack here. Um, you know, before, you know, um, I continue um, talking about Antonio, what do you think about, you know, everything that I mentioned so far and Antonio's behavior with this situation? Um, it's a lot to unpack. Like you said, I could tell you my initial reaction. Cause of course I was watching the Eagle game and I knew every game I feel like cut to the drama of what happened. And I'm looking, I'm like, yo, AB did it again. I'm like, he really did it again. And you know, they, they showed it on bleacher. You see it on social media, every different angle of it. I'm like, he's really making a fool out of himself again. So automatically I think about the past of AB, right? We think about with the Steelers, going on Facebook Live in the locker room, right, when Coach Tom was addressing the team. We think about him going to the Raiders. All the things have happened. More recently, he had the fake Vax card. He got suspended for three games, okay? Mm-hmm. That's on him. So, to me, initially, I'm thinking, you know, and the one a quote I know, man, like, we are what we repeatedly do, right? So, if, if you repeatedly lie, you're a liar. If you repeatedly cheat, you're a cheater. Like, that's just what it is. And for Antonio Brown... As a fan, like I actually loved AB when he was with Pittsburgh, he was tearing the league up, all pro receiver, pro bowl receiver, putting up like historically great numbers. He was trending to be an historically great wide receiver. And the off the field issues happened as we kept hearing about. Um, then obviously started to be a little bit of on the field. And now this boiled down to be one of the worst on the field uh, actions we've seen from Antonio Brown. So with that being said, if what AB is saying is even partially true, he's screenshotting, he's been posting the text messages with supposedly Coach Bruce Arians. He posted about Tom Brady's uh, trainer, Alex Guerrero, and supposedly owing him money or he paid him 100K and he didn't really train him the way that he was supposed to be trained. And to me, when I look at A.B.'s character and his behavior over the past few years, to me, it comes off as A.B.'s trying to almost portray a narrative like he's the one who's being done wrong. I can tell you this, bro. Two things can be true, right? I'll say this. Bruce Arians could have said that, you know what, A.B., I'm done with you. All the things, you know, the... You're, you're done, like, go whatever it is. I believe that he probably did say that, right? Antonio Brown has been dealing with a nagging ankle injury as well. Now, last week, previous against the Carolina Panthers, he caught 10 balls, right? Yeah. Um, 15 targets, 10 catches back from suspension. He was okay, I guess, right? Understanding he still has to get treatment on the ankle. I, I'm not saying physically from his own – I can't speak on his injury. But, bro – just like being men, especially black men, the way he condoned, like the not condone, excuse me, the way he behaved, and how some people condone his behavior, I think it's unacceptable as a professional doing something like that when things don't go your way. It's just not a good look. I'm not saying the AB is completely wrong, right? I'm not saying he's right, but there's different ways you can handle that, in my opinion. He could have went back to the locker room. He didn't have to wave to the fans. He didn't have to throw um, the helmet, throw the shoulder pads, you know, do jumping jacks, wave to the crowd in the end zone. He could have just went to the locker room and just said, okay, cool, I'm out. We might have found out about it later that evening, a few days later. But it 
does not blow up to be the same situation that we're dealing with right now. And AB is like, he's trying to save himself at this point. He's like, look, I'm done. I'm not going to play with another team for this year. But he's also trying to make sure that he saves his own behind and that potentially it gets looked at that Bruce Arians was negligent and forcefully made him play. At the same time, bro, like, look, I saw uh, Uncle Shea, Shannon Sharp, Undisputed, talking about him obviously being a Hall of Fame tight end. He was in the league. He had injuries, right? And he never said that he would ever get forced to get in the game. They have trainers. They get shots in their ankle, all different types of things that they do. And the technology today compared to when uh, Shannon Sharp was playing in the 90s, it's a lot different. But at the end of the day, bro, it's like I don't think a coach in the NFL can force you to get on the field. If you are hurt, you're not going to play. I don't care who you are. So to me, the narrative of A.B. trying to you know, paint it like, oh, um, they forced me to play on a bad ankle. I can't really go for that, bro. Like, he might have wanted him to be in there. But look, if you can't play, you can't play, bro. Like, you just can't. So it, it, it it's a lot to unpack, though. But my biggest thing, bro, is A.B.'s behavior, his repeated behavior – leads me to believe that I can't feel sorry for him in this situation. That's yeah. my opinion. I'm not there's a lot of people on social media backing him. Bro, there's rappers, there's celebrities, there's players currently in the NFL on team AB. And I get it. That's okay. AB is a like besides take football away. AB is like a celebrity, right? People love AB. He's trying to have a rap career as well, which I've seen has been documented. He does all these other things and people love him. Fans love him. He's got a lot of supporters, but at the end of the day, bro, I can't I can't rock with AB on this, man. Like, I'm not saying that he's he's not right about some of the things, but the way that he's even like going about exposing these text messages and things like that, in the long run, if he hopes to ever play in the NFL again, I think that's shot, bro. I think that's yeah, not nah, he's yeah. done personally. Yeah, I'm gonna kick it back to you, bro. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's a wrap. Um, before I continue, um even though I, I, I agree with your one statement about that, uh, you know, most coaches, you know, probably, you know, wouldn't be able to force players to play. But one player that I think about that was forced, who is one of the greatest players of all time in his sport and basketball is Kevin Durant. And I don't care what nobody says. Mm, that man was point. forced to play. I, I don't care what point. nobody says, like from from coaches to teammates to general manager. Everybody knows Golden State forced him to play, so you know I it, in the finals. Yep, you're right. I, I, I'm not. I mean, I'm not trying to compare to you know stories or anything like that. But what I'm saying is, like, it it does happen though. Like, I would not be surprised if it's happened in sports a lot that we just don't hear about. Even though I, I feel do. like you said, like it's it's more that pressure too, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. you think of the moment, exactly. the finals, right? Uh, yeah. Golden State's trying to three peat, right? Yep. Yeah. On paper, they're a better team. I mean, at the time, they were a better team in Toronto if KD's healthy. Point yeah. blank, period, they're a better team. So, absolutely. Comparing the scenarios, I agree. Um, but you had that pressure. I don't know if AB had the pressure from Tom, from the receiver group. I don't know. But that's a good uh, that's a good comparison. Yeah, like, 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 say if he did have a point, which I don't think he does, the point that he – that if somebody did try to choose his side, which I wouldn't, but some people probably would say, well, maybe they probably did try to force him to play because they losing a lot of weapons. Chris Godwin's out. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Mike Evans dealing with a hamstring injury. He just came back. So a lot of people might say, well, you know what? They, they're they short on weapons. They really need A.B. 
you know, but at, at the end of the day, though, like, you know, like he's not going to have another job ever again. It, it, it's done. Um, but real quick, I just wanted mm-hmm. to go through the timeline for the past oh, three man. years of, <laughs> of Antonio Brown. Um, so on December of 2018, he was deactivated from the Steelers week 17 game after reportedly throwing a ball at a teammate in practice. That was one incident. Mm-hmm. Uh, in February of 2019, he meets with uh, Steelers owner Art Rooney II. Um, both sides agree to move on. Then on March 2019, he gets traded um, to the Steelers. I mean, I should tell you, traded from the Steelers to the Raiders for a third round and fifth round pick. Uh, and then on July of 2019, he was placed on a non-football injury list, uh, frostbite on his feet. Uh, and then August, um, he missed the Raiders training camp, practice due to helmet grievances. Um, and then September of that year, he was released from the Raiders after Instagram posts asking for his release. And everybody has seen the famous video, Grandma, I'm Free, um, that he posted <laughs> once he got released from the Raiders. Um, and not even to mention, this isn't in the, in the uh, this timeline, but mm-hmm. two things that he has done to me that is just absolutely egregious is recording Mike Tomlin's uh, locker room speech after they won a playoff game. Mm-hmm. And then also recording John Gruden's conversation with him and posting it for the world to see. That's just unacceptable. Like you, you just can't do that. Those are private conversations um amongst with your coaches you just can't do that um and then he after he gets released gets a chance to play with the patriots um signed a one-year deal up to worth 15 million where he only played one game for them he actually had a touchdown in that game also by the way um and then the following week after that his ex-trainer Brittany taylor accuses him of sexual assault and then sports illustrated also reported a second incident of sexual misconduct the week after he was released by the Patriots. Um, and then in January of uh, 2020, he was charged with a felony burglary uh, with battery and two misdemeanors for an incident with a moving truck company. Pleaded no contest and did not receive any jail time. Um, in July of 2020, he was actually suspended for eight games for multiple violations of NFL's uh, personal conduct policy. Um, and then on October of 2020, um, he signed a one-year contract with the Buccaneers. Um, you know, everybody thought after that, you know, things would turn around for A.B. You know, he caught five passes, including a touchdown um, to help the Buccaneers win last year's Super Bowl. Um, then he re-signed with the Buccaneers this offseason. Um, and then, you know, as you mentioned before, he was suspended three games for having a fake vaccination status. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this leads up to what happened uh, last this past Sunday. Um and then also, you know, another thing is, too, bro, like we seen him at the Brooklyn Nets game a couple of days ago, like nothing happened. You know, he was just chilling like, man, hey, you know, my, my, my life continues, which it does. But it's like, man, like you're jeopardizing, you know, your career, you're jeopardizing, you know, your family and things like that. It's just, it's just unnecessary he's doing. And it's like, honestly, like AB's one of the best wide receivers of all time. And now it makes you wonder, will he ever be, get, you know, getting to the Hall of Fame? Most likely, probably not. Because of everything that he's done off the field, I mean, the man has the statistics. I mean, the man is phenomenal. Like you can't absolutely, you can't debate it. Can't debate it. And it was something was interesting that Ryan Clark talked about um, on um, Get Up and also ESPN First Take too, when he said, you know, one thing that I could never accuse AB of is quitting. 
And he said he mm -hmm. finally quit this past Sunday on his teammates. And as a result, man, like this man probably would never get another chance in the NFL again. You know, Tom Brady helped him get another chance. Let the man stay at his house. And for him to do this, man, it's, it's, it's just unacceptable, man. And hopefully he gets the help that he needs and, and is surrounded by good people in his corner. Because um, as of now, he's not. Uh, he doesn't have good people in his corner. And he's, you know, losing himself right now in this moment. And let me to 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 close out on that, but to also piggyback on what you just said, the people around him. Now, bro, whether I don't know who's in his in his circle, inner circle, whatever. But at the end of the day, what I think is another issue too is social media, because when Antonio Brown hops on his page on Instagram, I'll be seeing everything, the stories, everything. When he sees people in those comments backing him and his actions. More so than just his inner circle. I'm talking about the thousands of people online. It's like it enables him to continue to do what he's been doing, bro. Like it's going to be this. like, I don't care. Let's let's just hypothetically say that there's one of these 32 teams next year that says, you know what? We're going to give AB a one-year deal, you know, whatever. I'm just saying, let's say hypothetically speaking, you've seen too many times of what he's done. Can you really say that he won't do it again? Tom Brady took ABN because if we being real, Tom Brady loves to win. He's trying to get as many Super Bowls as he can. That's really the true reason to me why he took ABN. And he knows AB can ball. And Tom thought, and he was wrong, but he thought that, hey, man, I could take AB. Because if you remember, Bruce Arians before, he didn't. He said there was no room for AB before when there's rumored that they might yeah. sign him. Yeah, he already yeah. said. So to me, Tom and, and, and BA, as they call him, right, they talk and they're probably like, you know what? Tom probably said, look, I understand you don't you don't want him on a team. Remember, Bruce Arians was with him in, in Pittsburgh. Yes, Pittsburgh, too. yeah, I know. Okay, yeah. Bruce Arians, he already knows the AB saga, so he's like, "Nah, I'm not doing it." Tom said, "Look, he can help us win a Super Bowl," and he did. He caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl. You can never take that away from him. But bring try to repeat this year and have him back with Chris Godwin out for the year. AB, you know, being one of those main go to targets for Tom, it, it just and it just. It blew up, and honestly, it's gonna. In my opinion, uh, we can talk about this a little bit later, but I think it's really gonna hurt the the Bucks' chance to repeat. Oh yeah, it's oh, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Godwin's gone. They have a few more injuries on the defense as well. But yeah, man, my thing is, man, part of the problem, people around AB, they keep enabling him to become. I don't even want to say a monster, but like they're like feeding the beast, bro. Like they're making sure that. He continues to go down the same path, which is clearly destruction. Like it just keeps happening. I don't understand it. I love the man as a player, what he does on the field. I think he's a great as of our generation of watching football. He's one of the greatest football, uh, greatest receivers that we've ever seen, personally Absolutely. speaking. Absolutely. Um, but it's crazy, man. I don't know if it's mental health, bro. I honestly don't know. I thought maybe it was. I know some people might think it's mental health with him. Some people, you know, oh, CTE. I'm not going to go that far. But I do pray he gets the help that he needs. But that inner circle or the people on social media, I think if you, it, 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 swel it swells his head up, man. It's like, yeah, I'm the man. Yeah, I was wrong. Yeah, I got rappers on. You know, I got Rick Ross talking about me. I got this one talking about me on social media. And it's like enabling him to continue to be the way that he is. Like you said. He was in Brooklyn like nothing happened. He was I, like, hey, I'm chilling. I, I'm you good. Know, you know, I, I'm the kind of person, man. Like, I'm not about to 
pin this, you know, stuff on social media. My thing is, you are who you are without social media. That's just how I view it. I just like, think it, it gives like, him like, extra like, fuel, I mean? in my opinion. You know, bro, man, you know the era we live in, bro. Some it, people it, get their so. hands swelled because of social media. It, it makes them become more of what they already are because they okay. see the the <laughs> abundance of people on their side. Like, like yeah, I, I know I'm right. Look at so-and-so when I got this celebrity and this player and this rapper saying that they on my side. Like, I'm just being I'm, real, bro. I'm going to tell you what's the biggest problem. Worse than social media, because I don't think that's mm-hmm. the biggest problem. The biggest problem is the power that he has. He has money. He has the fame. He's been yeah. he's been able to get away. I, I just went through his timeline. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long, long list. It's a long, long laundry list. Paper. It's a yeah. long rap sheet. Okay. So my thing is this: he's been getting able to so much stuff that he feels invincible. And to me, that's way worse than looking at Instagram comments or whatever people saying, hey, man, you the man. Keep doing what you do. Nah. Yeah. He, he, he feels that he's been able to get away with so much stuff that he will never lose a job in the NFL. So he thinks he can do anything he wants. Nobody held him accountable. Not in Pittsburgh. Not in Oakland. I mean, they tried it somewhere in New England, but it was, you know, he was, he was already gone. They tried in Tampa. It didn't happen. It worked for a short period of time. It worked for one season. Just one. And he turned on the man who helped him the most. Yep. Nah, man. It's they let people let him get away with too much stuff. Should have been out of the league personally. Yeah, but hey man, look, like I said, all we can do is pray for him, man. Like I feel like and this is Thursday. I feel like we're not done hearing about this. This is going to continue to roll. Uh, I hope it's, I hope it's done, bro. He, he's released, bro. So put, put bro, it. In, well, put well, it in I'm saying AB is going to continue to say. Now, the Bucks are going to leave it alone. Antonio Brown, just like I said with that social media, he is going to let this continue to drag on. Just so you know. Don't be surprised. Time, this time, nobody ain't going to respond. Yeah, for sure. Um, But yeah, man. Whew, so AB, man. Uh, so as we, we're going to stay in the NFL, and as y'all know, this is the last week in the NFL regular season. This is the first time, bro, we have an 18th week, um, a 17th game for the regular season. Um, so, bro, um, most of the playoff seeds have been secured. The playoff berths have been secured. You know, y'all, I got, you know, I got my Eagle jersey. You know, I got the McNabb. Okay. Yes, sir. You see it. We're in the playoffs, man. And nobody, hey. even myself, even myself hey. thought we were going to make it. Congratulations. Yes, come on. Give it to me. Come on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. First round exit. We were too- yes. Yeah, well, we got to see who we play. So that's what we're going to get into. Oh, we got to see who we play. <laughs> we might beat y'all. We play. I'm playing. We, we don't want to see y'all. But anyway, look. So this, this is what it is, y'all. NFC. Now, the seeds might, you know, change. But we know the top. There's six teams in the NFC that have secured a playoff spot. We know that's um, obviously, you know, Sterling's Dallas Cowboys, the Rams, the Bucks, the Eagles, um, the Cardinals, and the uh, Green Bay Packers, who secured the number one seed overall. Now, with this last week, 49ers, who currently are the sixth seed, but could potentially be out of the playoffs if they lose, and the New Orleans Saints are the only other eligible team in the NFC who has a shot to make it in. If the Saints win, they play the Atlanta Falcons, and the 49ers lose, who they play the Rams, they um the oh, Eagles will move to the sixth. Right? The Eagles are seven, Niners are the sixth. 
Now they have the same record, but the Eagles lost to the Niners. They did clinch because the Eagles at at worst, the Eagles would be seven, the seventh seed. Well, well, the Eagles. I'm like, how the Eagles clinch, but but the but the Niners. Because so the Eagle, yeah, because because the Eagles, bro, the Eagles, um, they have the tiebreaker over the Saints. That's why. Because even if even if Eagles lose. And the Niners lose, and the Saints oh, win. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. The, the Niners right. are the odd. Yeah, they're, they're the odd ones out. So that's how they clinch. Yeah. First, I was like, um, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, I remember hearing that. Now. Yeah. So the Eagles could either be the six or the seven. Um, this is what I think is going to play out. Just in my opinion, we'll start with the NFC, then we'll go to AFC next. In my opinion, the Rams, they're still playing for something, right? Because they could win a division, guaranteed if they win. Now, if they lose, and I think if the Cardinals win, they could flip. I don't think the Rams want that, right? You want to have that, you know, two or three seed or whatever. So the Rams, I think they're going to actually play their starters and not going to rest anybody. They're going to play because here's the deal. I mean, the first round buy is already out the picture, but you want to secure that home game and get that two seed, right? You don't want to have to travel on the road somewhere. So with that being said, I believe personally, bro, I believe the Rams will beat the Niners. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I agree. With that being said, I'm not sure about the Saints and Falcons, but regardless, here's what I'm going to say. So the Eagles play the Cowboys. You know that. Saturday night football under the lights. The funny thing is, though, it kind of – and I'll I'll get your opinion, though. I don't think it matters for the Eagles. And what I mean by that is I don't think they should play their their starters. That's just my opinion. I believe that you already know you're going to be on the road regardless of who you play. Get your make sure your squad, your starters are rested up, and plus half the team got COVID, so that's another thing. But make sure your squad is rested up, so you're ready to go to whether you play Tampa or where do you play the Rams, where do you play Dallas, whoever it is. Now for y'all, and I, I'm gonna let you get into it because I know you probably know more than me. If I'm not mistaken, I heard a quote about Jerry Jones saying that you guys are gonna play to win, which to me means that your boy Dak Prescott and the crew will be out there. For probably the majority, if not the entirety of the game, that's a, what I've heard. But what I want to do, man, I'm gonna kick it to you, and you could give some more insight on that, and also uh, how you feel about this NFC playoff picture. Yeah, to, to be honest with you, I don't know why he's, I don't know why they're gonna play. To be honest with you, um, they, to me, Dallas is locked in the fourth spot. Like it's pretty much set in stone at this point. So I don't know why you would make the only thing I can think of is what I have been hearing is that they want to try to see if they can get the offense going somehow because this offense needs some damn help. Shit. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> saying all, the offense yeah, yeah. is bad, man. Salty about the offense. So, and I'm you lost uh, Michael Gallup too, man. For the bro, ACL. Man. Oh man, that was heartbreaking. Oh, He's gonna be a free agent too, man. Yeah, 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 man. This I mean Dallas might luck up and be able to keep him now because his stock has been hurting all year because he hasn't been playing. He was yeah. out with a calf injury most of the season. So, yeah. um, but yeah, I, to be honest, I, I, I agree with you about Dallas and Philadelphia. Both teams honestly really don't really need to play their starters to be honest. With you. If I, if I was Dallas, I, I wouldn't, I know they want to get the offense going, but my thing is this, it's, 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 it's too late for that. And that, that's just personally how I feel. Um, when it comes to the rest of the outlook of the NFC, obviously, you know, Green Bay's locked up with the one seed. Um, to me, um, Tampa's going to hold on to that second spot. Um, they play against Carolina, so I'm not, you know, they'll win that game, in my opinion. I'm going to lock up the second spot. 
Um, and then, you know, obviously, like you mentioned, you know, with the Rams in Arizona, that could be possibly, you know, they could flip. Uh, but in my personal opinion, I really believe that uh, uh, the Rams will hold on. And personally, I wouldn't be surprised if Seattle tries to play a spoiler and beat Arizona um, this weekend as well. Um, mm-hmm. Just because that's a division rival game. So you know how those go. Um, but, um, you know, and, and to be honest with you, for for Dallas sake, for being the fourth seed, I don't know if you want to see the Rams in the in the wild card round. So, you, I mean, even though Arizona did just beat them, to me, they match up better with Arizona than they do the Rams, in my personal opinion. Uh, I'm with you there. You want to see it? Hey, if you get another crack at them. Yeah. Uh, for, yeah. For, yeah. As me being objective, non-Dallas fan, if you're a Cowboy fan, you probably want to have – a second go around at the Cardinals. I in my would. Opinion. I, I would. Even though, like you know, James Conner and, and and Hopkins will be back, um, so they'll be more you know fully loaded team. Obviously, you they know, were missing two of their top corners uh, too in that game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, I mean, I mean, shoot, they had a bunch of practice squad players out there in the, in the secondary, <laughs> um, and, and Dallas still couldn't do anything. But I, but I, 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 but I'll let that go. Um, but um, but yeah, but I, I personally just believe that um, that's how to me the NFC. Um, predictions will you know roll out in my opinion um so we'll see um but it's gonna be interesting oh no i'm with you there bro i'm definitely with you there um shoot oh no man look like i said i didn't believe in my eagles to make the playoffs we were two and five bro we ended up being nine and seven i gotta i gotta give it up to the eagles man Jalen hurts i mean statistically he's not gonna be a top quarterback I can't free, free, say for bro. doing this thing. So when it comes to, um, I think I had a little hiccup there, but um, when it comes to the Eagles, bro, they're the number one team in the league when it comes to running the football. That's one thing that's Started. worked for them. They bought into it. And, hey, I'm with it. It works. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I personally, and I know what you're going to say, I actually want, if it does, if it could happen, I want the Eagles. Let's say hypothetically they could beat the Cowboys if both teams just put their backups in. Who knows what's going to happen? Let's say the Eagles end up actually winning the game with backups. They'll go to ten and seven. Hope my my hope is that if they get to the six seed, I want to play the Buccaneers in the first round. And I know, I know you're going to think I'm crazy for saying that, but hear me out here. I know what. Yes, this is this is. This is the perfect time to play Tampa. Absolutely. AB gone. Chris Godwin's gone. I like if I had to pick a team to play, I would pick Tampa. Absolutely. We played them earlier in the year and we were terrible. We lost by six points at home. AB destroyed the Eagles that game. It was AB and Leonard Fournette. Now, can you tell me – that's perfectly fine, but Antonio Brown cooked the Eagles. He was the one player that killed them. It wasn't Chris Godwin. It wasn't Mike Evans. Antonio Brown cooked the Eagles oh, that game. My In my opinion, the oh. Eagles' best chance to win, I'm dead serious, going down to Tampa, playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the defending Super Bowl champs. That's right. You're a Tampa Bay Bucks. I know you love Brady. It'll be, that's the matchup I want as a fan. They give the Eagles the best shot to be uh to upset on the road. I don't like it against Dallas, which won't happen. I don't like it against um the Rams. 
I don't like it against the Cardinals. If the Cardinals win, win and the Rams lose, I don't like it against the Cardinals. Absolutely are, not. Are you? What? Uh, I want the GOAT. That's who I want for round uh, one. You, you, you are, yeah. you know That's you who know, I want for the Eagles. You should be ashamed of yourself. Damn serious. You should be straight up ashamed of yourself. What you just said was sickening. You really think. On paper, that's the best you really want for them. Go, You really want the Eagles to go to Tampa Bay. Absolutely. Against the GOAT? Are you crazy? For round one. Yes. Against the goat at home? Are you crazy? Yes. Have you seen their rock? Brady? You were not being They're not Tom at full Brady. strength. I think okay, we can pull this Tom Brady ain't losing to y'all. That ain't you sure? Are you sure? I am, man. I'm 1,000% positive. Are you crazy? I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not saying. Look, oh, the Eagles won't be favorite. It don't mind. matter. It doesn't oh, matter who I, they play. I want y'all to play them so bad. It oh, doesn't. I do, too. It doesn't matter who they play. When I look at the matchup, I'm telling you, the team I want to play is the Bucks. I'm being real. It's the Bucks. What is wrong with you? Are you serious? Yes. You this is, I'm not being sarcastic at all. Yes, round one. Now, if it was later in the playoffs, no. But for the first game, absolutely. Oh, God, no. Oh, and here's a, here's a crazy thing, too. Who have the Bucks been playing these last few games? Scrub oh, teams, right? Do they're that. playing the Jets. Do they're playing the Falcons. They're playing the Carolina Panthers. They don't haven't even. They ain't like they was playing any. I'm telling don't you, don't do that. I'm don't telling do that. you, man. We lost to them at, by six at home when we were awful early oh, in the season. We are a different fun. team now. That is fantastic. And so are the Bucks. That is fantastic. But when you look into the Goats' eyes in the postseason, it. it you, it ain't no comparison. It ain't gonna happen, okay? This is playoff time. We talking about you? Do you know who you messing off? with? Do you know who you messing with, man? Do you? If know? they're not, if 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 they had A B and all the other people, I would say you're right. I don't want to do it. I, I, I don't believe in Tampa's defense as much as last year. It don't matter who we got out there. It don't matter against y'all in the first round. I'm sorry. Okay, we'll see. Now, now, now you you talking like the Philadelphia Eagles, Green Bay, or something, or the Rams, or something? No, yeah, we're, we're gonna be we're gonna be underdogs no matter who we play. I'm just simply saying the matchup I would prefer as a fan on who we would match up better against. I think the Bucks. You think y'all gonna win? We have a better shot to win. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah better shot to lose. That's what's gonna take that fat L. That's what's gonna that's gonna be L in the losing box. Man, listen, I do I do not want to go play the I don't want to see the Rams. I know that much. I definitely don't want to see the Rams. You don't want to see absolutely. I, you know, you know who y'all really should want to play against is Dallas. It's not gonna happen. Ah, here obviously. we go. But y'all got a better chance of being Dallas than y'all do against Tom Brady. I don't think so. I do. I do. I'm, because don't let, don't let that blowout win early in the year get you. No, this is Dallas. No, I trust. I trust. Ain't I trust your defense, man. Your defense is is. Listen, it don't have to be him. If he don't got the 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 right weapons on the on the team, it won't matter. That's all I'm saying. I feel more confident going against Tampa. Yes, I'm. I'm. I. That's what I said. I believe that wholeheartedly. I would rather play Tampa. That's just my opinion. That's it. I'm not. Listen, we could still. Lose. I'm just saying. If I had to pick, we're not going to be favored no matter what. We're going to be underdogs no matter who we play. Just simply understand, if it does happen, 
Do not be all surprised right. if the Eagles pull I'm it done. off. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Disrespect continues with Tom Brady. Your disrespect for this man is the last. Ever since I've known you, you have found ways to hate on this man. And, 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 I, and, and I shouldn't have put it past you to hate on today. What? Because you've been I'm hating, hating. On this man since I've met you, and you you just won't let it rest. Just <laughs> let it go. You're not gonna beat him. It's over. You lost. He's won so many times. It don't matter. Hey, we we beat him. We you were there. We beat him. though. you remember that? Yeah, yeah, who, yeah. Who cares? He got seven of them things. I don't care. If he got, <laughs> I don't care if he had ten. I don't care if he had ten. We we got him once. That's all I can say. I can live. I can live with that. But no matter, okay, we we gonna we gonna move to the AFC though. We are gonna move to the AFC, bro. So the AFC, they actually have two seeds, uh, who are st- well, two seeds, two uh, playoff berths left to be clinched. So we know in the AFC we got the Titans at the one seed currently, Chiefs are at the second seed, Bills at the third seed, your Bengals, AFC North champs at the fourth. So here's where it get inter- gets interesting. The Patriots have clinched a playoff spot. And they have the wild card. And then it's the Indianapolis Colts. And then it could be between the Chargers or the Raiders. And a very, 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 very slim chance, the Steelers. And if Armageddon happened on Sunday, the Ravens technically have a chance too. But everyone else has been eliminated. Um, Yes. Yeah. So with me, I know that the Raiders and the Chargers play. Uh, it's basically a winning get in game, right? Whoever wins that game gets in. Now, obviously, like if this won't happen, but if the Raiders and the Chargers tied, then that opens you know some crazy um possibilities for like the Ravens or Steelers to potentially get in. Um, the Colts play the Jaguars, who they should beat, but if they actually lose, and I think if the Steelers win. They have a chance to get in the playoffs as well. So it's going to be interesting, but I don't believe that yeah, Colts, uh, Colts. Jacksonville will actually lose yes. to the Colts. But something that I found out that's very interesting, though, the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014. Yeah, I did yeah. not know this. I looked, I seen it. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. But I think the Colts will get an easy win. They'll secure their playoff spot. Yeah, it's not going to be easy. They're too. Yeah, but they're they're too good of a team right now no, with Jonathan Taylor. No, it's not gonna be easy though. Watch, I'm telling you, it's how it always <laughs> works. It, 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 it's just how it's the life last, works. The last week of the season, man, it's yeah. always something crazy, man. It's always Why something be competitive, crazy. but they'll win though. I agree. Oh, they'll make a sweat. Yeah, they'll make a sweat. But man, the Jaguars have been a dumpster fire this year. They they not gonna pull it off. Um, but yeah, I think the the L.A. Chargers, bro, with Justin Herbert, um, they've been a little inconsistent recently, mm-hmm. but. I I trust them more than I trust the Raiders to pull off um uh, basically a winner go home week eighteen game. I'm I'm with that. So I, I think the Chargers will sneak in um as a seven seed. I think the Colts will win. They'll stay at the six. Patriots at the five. Yeah. And boom, we got the AFC matchups there. Do you kind of feel the same? Do you have any uh like upset picks for that week? Man, for upcoming week that the, the Chargers and Raiders one is hard for me, man. I I I you know what. Forget it. I'm gonna go with the Raiders. Okay, I'm gonna go with the Raiders. I, I something just tells me in a weird way they're gonna pull it off, and I I wouldn't be surprised if whoever wins to be. I'll go with the Raiders. 
Man, the Raiders yeah. have had probably one of the most craziest year in really? season yeah. for a football team. Like when you I think about, yeah, play, I mean, player goes to jail. Henry Raw, yeah, yeah like, like, and then John Madden passed away recently yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rest yeah. in peace. Yeah. And that, that I mean, you know, obviously the legendary Raiders coach. So maybe the spirit of John Madden will will get into them on this Sunday and they'll win and get in. But I'm going with the Chargers, man. I just think they're just a better yeah, team. I, I like, you know, but I could see it going either way. But yeah, man. So that that's going to be very interesting. So everything else is pretty much sealed up. And, you know, we'll, we'll be back at y'all later with a special uh, playoff show, I'm sure, to break oh, yeah. down those matchups oh, yeah. once it's official. Yeah, uh, yeah I can't. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to see who y'all playing. I just can't wait. But all right, so uh, let's keep it moving, bro. So uh, to finish off our NFL talk for tonight, we will get into some predictions, man. The NFL regular season awards. I feel like at this point in time, bro, it's pretty much wrapped up. I don't think. This last week will have much impact on who wins these awards, yeah. right? So let's just get into it, man. From We can start from the top to the bottom, bro, if that's cool with you. So let's just say let's start with NFL regular season MVP. Now, I think it's obvious in my opinion that we're going to have a back-to-back MVP winner. Yes. Uh, he's reclaimed his title as the bad man, I guess we could say that. Is that fair to say? Uh, Aaron Rodgers, he's he's claimed that the the bad man title again. Maybe I don't know, bro. I don't know how you feel about that. But, uh, I'll talk about it in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so Aaron Rodgers, man, he he's had an amazing year. Uh, not as great as his last year when he won MVP. If we're talking about just statistically, but I think at this point in time, he locked up another number one seed. Right. Green Bay's been rolling. I think that. In the odds, you know, the Vegas odds have him favored to win. Second is Tom Brady, who also put up a very great year. But I do believe Aaron Rodgers will take home the MVP. I don't even think he's going to play this week, honestly, against Detroit. He doesn't need to. They locked it up. They're done. Yeah. Um, now, the playoffs are something different. This is regular season. We'll talk about Aaron in the playoffs later. But yeah. this award, yeah, I do believe he is not unanimous, but he's definitely the consensus pick to win MVP, bro. So I'm going to kick it to yes. you to see what you think about that. Yeah, so I, I I agree that Aaron will win MVP and he should be um, should get the award. Um, he has 35 touchdowns of the year for interceptions and close to about uh, 4,000 passing yards. Um, and like you mentioned, you know Green Bay's record they're 13 and three um, of the year right now currently. Uh, so um, and then you know you mentioned Tom Brady. Tom has you know 40 touchdowns and 12 interceptions this year. Um, he's been playing phenomenal, uh, but. Um, Aaron deserves this award, especially after, you know, the turmoil that took place this past offseason with, you know, is he going to, you know, request a trade and things like that? You know, is he going to play for another team? Is this his last year in Green Bay? They're going to hand the keys to Jordan Love, you know, things like that. Um, I heard a report last week that, you know, Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers are both interested in having a reunion for next year as well. Uh, so, you know, let's see how it all plays out. Um, I know you kind of touched on it briefly as far as like, you know, postseason Aaron, you know, obviously Aaron has, you know, struggled in the postseason, especially, you know, these, you know, these past two years in the MC conference championship game, you know, he's lost. So, you know, it's been a struggle for Aaron, you know, he hasn't been to a Super Bowl since 2010. So that should let you know, you know, that he really needs to win another Super Bowl to really enhance his legacy. You know, even though I'm a big Aaron Rodgers fan, but my whole thing is, you know, we always call him a bad man. 
But the bad man only has one Super Bowl. You can't be the bad man with one Super Bowl, in my personal opinion. To me, he might be the greatest quarterback as far as like, you know, gifts and things like that. But as far as a winner, he's not that. And, you know, he really needs to win this season, in my opinion, to really validate the bad man reference in my eyes. That's a great point. And I think, too, uh, I guess a more recent comparison when you think about Peyton Manning, right? right? One of the, excuse me, they said one of the greatest regular season quarterbacks of all time. He got his first chip in Indy, obviously, then to close out his career in Denver. But getting that second chip definitely helped to solidify Peyton's legacy. I think with Aaron, like you said, man, I think for as many times as people call him the greatest, you know, thrower of the football ever, most talented quarterback ever. He's been, I think, man, they've been the number one seed, what was it, like three years in a row, I believe? Correct. So it's like, you got to get it done, man. Like, got to get back to the Super Bowl. He's won in four NFC Championship games, so we got to see what happens. But uh, we'll get more to that playoff talk when it when the playoffs start. But we agree, Aaron's MVP. That's easy there. So uh, moving on to the next one, bro, we have the NFL Offensive Player of the Year. And honestly, it's really between – yeah, it's really only between two people. We talking about skill positions, right? Uh, this this award goes to the league's best player on the offensive side of the ball. Um, it's weird because it's always like the MVP is almost like every year is pretty much a quarterback. Um, if we go back to the last like ten years, I think the only yes, one yeah. who won MVP one time. You remember AP, Adrian Peterson did, but yeah, um. So with that, bro, we have Cooper Cup for LA Rams. And Jonathan Taylor for the Colts. Now, according to odds, Vegas odds right now, they're both kind of deadlocked together, about, about the same odds to win player of the year. This is one of the more interesting ones, bro. I mean, both of them have had remarkable years, honestly, at the wide receiver position. Cooper Cup going for like the triple crown in receptions, yards, and touchdowns. And then Jonathan Taylor, who honestly, you know, outside of uh Brady and Rodgers, you kind of could look at him as an MVP candidate as well. Oh, absolutely. Uh, put the team literally on his back. Um, but I want to, I'm going to start with you this time, bro. Who do you believe should get this award? Yeah, I'm going to go with JT um, just for the one main reason you mentioned. He literally carried the team on its back. Um, he has um, 18 total touchdowns and over uh, 1,700 yards. And, you know, that's just crazy statistics, you know, for a running back um, to have. Um, he also has 317 rushing attempts as well. Um, so I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor. Um, Cooper Cup has had a fantastic year. I mean, obviously, you know, this man has had, you know, um, I mean, cra crazy statistics. I mean, 138 receptions, um, 1,800 yards in receiving. Um, then he also has 15 touchdowns on the year. So um, he's done a fantastic job, and he definitely deserves the award. But I just think as a running back, what Jonathan Taylor is doing is just phenomenal. Um, you know, we, we've seen, you know, receivers have great years in the past, you know, as far as, you know, catching touchdowns and receptions and things like that. Um, but when a running back does it, it just seems a lot, you know, a lot different. Um, and it hits more, in my opinion. And uh, I just personally believe he deserves the award, especially for carrying his team on, the back, on his back because they were struggling start of the year. You know, people were worried if they would, you know, possibly miss the postseason. You know, for them to be able to actually get to the playoffs and also be close to possibly winning the division again um, is a true testament um, to him um, as a running back as well. 
Um, so, you know, shout out to him in the year that he's having for sure. And I think he should win the award, in my opinion. Yeah, you, you, you bring up very great points. And I think that in today's NFL, we know it's a pass happy league. So yeah. I'm, it's not to say that we, we don't expect Cooper Cup to put up numbers like that. Or it's not to say that we don't respect it as much. But like you said, the way I feel like the impact that Jonathan Taylor's had for the Colts to almost single handedly like be a force on that offense to bring them back. Um, and for that reason, I slightly have him ahead of Cooper Cup. But yeah, Cooper Cup, man, for if we just keeping it all the way real, receiver such as Cooper Cup, man, to do what he's doing, I don't think anyone would have predicted it going into this year. Now, if it was Devontae Adams, maybe okay, cool. But Cooper Cup, man, like I don't think anyone saw this coming. We know he gets a lot of receptions every year. Yeah, he's he, he a man, bad boy, though. Right? He's been, yeah, he he's definitely solidified um himself in the top. I don't even know if we're going to say top three, top five receivers in the league. I mean, there's so many oh, great yeah. receivers. Yeah. Now. I'll, I'll say top I'll say top five just to be fair. Hey, give respect to yeah, everybody. Man, come on, put respect on his name, bro. <laughs> come on, bro. You got to keep him the top five? No, nah, my bad. He, he, he really like top three, man. Top two, top three. Top two, top three. Top two, top three. The only one definitively I could say was really a better receiver at the moment is Devontae Adams. Outside of that, it's kind of hard to argue outside of that. But no, nah, man, he's putting up great a great year. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Cooper Cup still ends up getting it because even though the numbers, man, eight, I'm trying eighteen hundred yards for a receiver. I'm like that, like, and this was, man. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with Jonathan Taylor slightly, but I would not be surprised if, if Cooper Cup gets, it. and he deserves it too. Yeah. Um, we might not see those numbers. I mean, we probably will, but probably, I think we will from a receiver again. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. I'm with you on that, um, especially with these young receivers we got in the game now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's crazy. Um, but, okay, yeah, so we, we don't really disagree there. So let's move on to the NFL Defensive Player of the Year. Yes, we got uh, some really uh, – It's a, this is an interesting one, too. It's definitely interesting. We have some, like, familiar names that are on here, you know, the Aaron Donalds, Miles yep. Garrett. That's cool. Um, and also, you know, T.J. Watt, Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs. This yeah. one's very interesting, right? So I would say, bro, I mean, currently favorite is TJ Watt mm-hmm. of Pittsburgh. Get it. 21 um, sacks. Give it to him. Yeah, man. That's gotta give it to him. Gotta give it to him. I gotta, I can't really argue. I, I didn't know if he was gonna argue for your boy Micah Parsons. Who's no, he, he, made he'll be the defensive player of the year. That's okay. Yeah, I think TJ Watt, man, he he he's getting it, man. He is going to get it for real, man. I think yeah, he's definitely yeah. gonna get that. Yeah, that's an easy one. I, I I don't think anybody would debate that one, you know, especially after, you know, what we see him do. He literally almost killed Baker Mayfield on Monday night. <laughs> I mean, literally. Oh, my God, that was terrible. I mean, I mean literally, literally. Like, I mean, but, like, yeah, T.J. Watt is, you know, playing, you know, um, phenomenal right now. So 21 and a half sacks, you got to give it to him. But, you know, you know, you pretty much just mentioned, you know, a lot of names and, far as you know Trayvon Diggs with interceptions this year Mike and Parsons you know the impact those two men have had on Dallas defense has been phenomenal um complete you know, turnaround complete turnaround you know compared to last year and actually years prior to that so um you know just you know give those guys a shout out and obviously you know Miles Garrett and Aaron Donald they've, they've been always been staples within the defensive um player of the years all, all the time so you know they constantly are consistent in what they provide to each of their teams um, so, it's, I mean, that's a great, you know, names to mention. You know, when you're mentioned with those kind of names, man, that's that's phenomenal. 
You know, I agree. Um, and it's just crazy to see like how great of a year TJ Watt has had. Cause honestly, you could easily give it to um Micah if it wasn't for him. But man, yeah, it, for real. For real. I would, I would, I would say it would be kind of queer to give it to him. But TJ Watt's had such an amazing year, you kind of have to give it to him. Yeah, you have you have to. Yeah, you got to. But my bad. So let's let's get on to this next one, bro. So we got the 2021 Offensive Rookie of the Year. Oh, that's easy. So we got – yeah, I think it's <laughs> – Oh, that's easy. That's Jamar Chase, man. Oh, easily. You could. I'm going to let you uh, break it down real quick, bro. I got to uh, – uh, just give me one second. So I'm going to let you break it down. Yep. Yeah. Um, for Jamar Chase – um, obviously, you know, he's starting the season on fire. Um, Cincinnati wide receiver has the second most touchdowns and fourth most uh, rushing yards in the league. Um, this very this year, very impressive numbers uh, for a rookie. Um, he's managed at least one touchdown in nine of his 16 games and as well as 32 plus rushing yards um, in all but one game in the league this term. Um, with Chase bringing the form he showed in previous seasons, a previous season into his uh, NFL uh campaign uh chase also um played a huge part as far as like assisting with uh joe burrow as far as having another option uh for the cincinnati Bengals as well um and overall he just made this a huge impact over on the on the team um just to give you a rundown of some of his stats um he has 79 uh reception yards um over 1400 yards um, and he also has uh, 13 touchdowns, uh, receiving touchdowns um, as a rookie. Um, I know a lot of people were kind of skeptical about him going into the year because he made comments about how the NFL ball fell and things like that. And a lot of people were questioning him for dropping passes in the preseason. Um, but this man is just a stud and he's really helped the Cincinnati Bengals uh, overall. Um, it's a reason why Joe Burrow wanted him to be drafted. Obviously, they played together at LSU. So that connection was always there. Um, so I'm just happy for the for the young man and what he's meant um, to the Cincinnati Bengals overall. And the future looks great for Cincinnati, too, you know, overall uh, with the weapons that they have and just their team is just getting better. And, and they have a great young quarterback um, who's destined to do great things in the future. So I'm anxious to see this tandem, you know, hopefully for like the next 10 plus years, hopefully. So. Yeah, what you think, bro? My bad. I think my thing was still muted. Now I agree. Um, transcendent talent, and we had think about the first round receivers too, between Jamar Chase, um, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith. Like there's a lot of great young talent in the NFL, bro. At receiver, it's great to see. You think about the year before too. You think of the CD Lamb. You think of um, excuse, ah, excuse me, Jerry Judy, uh, Justin Jefferson. Like a lot of great talent in the league, man. So it's great to see. Jamar Chase, that that Jamar Chase and a uh, Joe Burrow connection, man, is lethal, lethal, yeah. man. And I think, like you said, for years to come, um, Cincinnati will be. Um, I'm not gonna say Super Bowl contenders, but I'll definitely say they'll be in the playoffs consistently for the next few years with that offense. Yeah. Um, I think they can just and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase will just keep getting better, in my opinion. Oh yeah, um, this, tearing this, defenses this is up. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. If Jamar. Now, the only thing with Joe Burrow is he gets sacked a lot. So if they could sure up that offensive line in the next year or so, give him even a little bit more time to throw the ball down the field, 
he might break some records with these passing numbers. So, yeah. um, but it's great to see, man, for the league. Um, I'm with it, man. There, there's no no debating who's the rookie of the year there for uh, offense of the year. I agree. Um, uh, so moving on to the NFL defensive rookie of the year. Um, it's really only between <laughs> one person. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Michael Parsons. For, I mean, nobody else. I mean, I mean, I mean Patrick Sertan. You can, but it's it's not even close, man. No, I, I, I know, but if yeah. you got to put somebody in there, it's him. That's how I, I would say that. Who Dallas really wanted to draft to begin with. That's very true. And the way that in Denver just kind of just took them out of their hands. And then that's when they – it's crazy. They moved – Dallas moved back. They traded their pick to Philly. Philly gets Devontae Smith. Then Michael Parsons goes – to Dallas, he falls in their lap, and he's clearly been the best defensive player of the draft. I think it's fair to say, obviously, and uh, he has a great career ahead of him, man. So y'all got a stud in him uh, for years to come. Yeah, I, I mean, like it was, you know, the reason he dropped so so low is, I mean, not real low, but to twelfth overall pick was just because of, you know, he didn't play the prior season before due to the pandemic. You know, he sat out that whole season. Uh, so Dallas was lucky to get him. You know, I know you mentioned, you know, you know, obviously the best defensive player in the draft. He might go down as being the best player in that draft in general. It could very yeah. possibly happen that way. I mean, right now his statistics are he's managed 75 total sacks this year and 12 sacks. Um, he's just been playing phenomenal. Um, I mean, not going back to the previous game against Arizona, but the game against Washington he managed to have three tackles and two sacks against them. I mean, this was disrupted throughout the whole entire field. Uh, the man is just a beast. You can put him, you know, middle linebacker. You put him on the defensive end. You know, like you can do. You can move him around so many places, and he's just lecture flying on the field. I know a lot of people try to make comparisons to him being like a Lawrence Taylor. Um, you know, he still has to learn. You know, I mean, he's not learn. He still has to live up to that name. But you know, for the impact he's had on Dallas this year has been amazing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, like you said, they, they're lining him up all over, too. So you try to plan for him. He's on the left. He's on the right. He's in the middle. He's even been in pass coverage, too, making some good plays. And you would be like, this is a linebacker, like, running like he's a like a corner almost. It's crazy. Freakish athlete. Um, I think he's going to be a solid player for years to come. Um, so no disagreement there. So this is going to be a good one. So moving on, bro, we got the NFL Comeback Player of the Year. So someone, this is someone who's had to overcome the most adversity after failing to play or playing poorly the year prior, uh, or p- players who got hurt, right, and they come back and perform. So, uh, it, this this one's interesting when you think about. There's a few people on the list, right? We have Dak Prescott, you have Joe Burrow, Nick Bosa, Carson Wentz, who I'm not, and he's really not in the conversation. But honestly, I think it comes down to Dak Prescott and Joe Burrow, right? Both have pretty bad uh, leg injuries previously, right? Both have bounced back very well. Now, <laughs> if you guys don't know by now about Sterling and his love for Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys, you're about to hear it in a few minutes or a few seconds here. But, bro, I mean, I'm going to let you start it because we might agree start. or we might disagree. Go ahead. I'll let, let you start. That. Go ahead. Come on, man. All right, let me talk. Let me talk. Let's talk about this NFL comeback player of the year. All right, so Dak Prescott, you know, he obviously, you know, came back this year from a gruesome compound ankle fracture, uh, dislocation he suffered in week five of last season. Um, 
you know, obviously Dallas went six and ten, starting NFC East. Um, but this year they're eleven and five, an individual title winner, and a large part due to you know obviously their defense, but a large part to Dak Prescott being back. Um, right now, Dak Prescott actually leads the odds to win Comeback Player of the Year. Um, through fifteen games, he has over four thousand passing yards for just the second time in his career, and he has a career high of thirty-two touchdowns and a sixty-eight point four completion uh, percentage. Um, and, and in my opinion, you know, he's obviously gotten you know better in that in that regard um as far as like his quarterback play um it's been slip slipping this you know this past few weeks um before um i mean sorry after that calf injury but i think before the calf injury he was really showing you that he was becoming a better quarterback um also you know speaking of joe burrow you know obviously you know he suffered a catastrophic injury you know had a torn acl mcl left knee and suffering other structural issues excuse me on the hit that he suffered in week 10 um, against uh, actually against the Washington Redskins. Um, Chase Young actually um, was the one who made the tackle on that play. Um, and currently right now, Joe Burrow is actually second um, in the odds to win comeback player of the year. Um, but just very quickly, just to go through um, their statistics, um, completion percentage is 70.4 for Joe Burrow. 4,611 yards. He has 34 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. As I just mentioned, you know, Dak has 32 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Obviously, uh, both teams have won their, divi- um, their division. Uh, Bengals are 11 and 5 right now. I'm not Bengals, sorry. Yeah, Bengals, uh, have, sorry, uh, excuse me. Dallas is uh, 11 and 5, but Bengals are actually uh, 10 and 6 currently. Um, so it can go either way. Um, what I'm going to tell you is if I had to pick, I would pick Joe Burrow. Um, but I think the reason um, Dak Prescott's going to win it, though, in all seriousness, um, okay. um, just because of it's more so in my opinion, bro. We've seen a lot of players come back from ACL injuries, um, and I'm speaking how the how people are going to view it. A lot of players have come back from ACL injuries and been successful, but you know when a player comes back from the from the injury he had, as far as an ankle fracture. Um, you know, a lot of people probably didn't think he would come back even to have 32 touchdowns this season. So um, only thing people worry about with Joe Burrow was, yeah, he got injured, but nobody worried about himself. Everybody worried and said, hey, are the Bengals gave him an offensive line to save this man? That's what it was more so than anything. Nobody really questioned if he would come back and be a, a good quarterback. Everybody questioned that with Dak, and, you know, when Dak came back against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, everybody was shocked how well he played because of the gruesome injury that he suffered. Um, so that's why, to me, um, Dak is going to get it. And then also another reason why, why I think they're going to give it to him is because of a lot of things that he also does about in the community too. They're going to add that in there as well. But like I said, if I was a, if I like I said, if I if I was a, if I was a voter, I would vote for Joe Burrow. And I'm a Dak fan, but I'll be honest, I'll vote for Joe. But I'm telling you how people are going to look at it. And as a result, Dak Prescott's going to win the award. Just keeping it real with well, you. Well, we, we do agree because uh, I do agree that Joe Burrow should win the award as well. Um, but <laughs> didn't. Yeah, they going to say it, didn't you? I did not. I did not. Yeah, have, I, I didn't think. I was like, hmm. I knew it the whole time. Yeah. Uh-huh. But listen. 
I don't. If we're being honest, though, I don't know if the off the field stuff is gonna have an impact in this award, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, it's not to disrespect Dak, but I don't know if comeback player of the year is like. It might. (laughs) I ain't gonna lie. It might. It might. It might. It might. But 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 should that affect other awards, though? I'm just being honest because if if we're going off off the field, people people don't like Aaron. If we're talking about just how he is off the field. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm talking about when you talk about like the NFL, like, comeback player of the war. Like, I'm not saying, like, t- to me, they're going to add that in there with him. This is the good man that he is. He overcame all yeah. of this. Look what he does off the field and still produces. Okay. Like, they, they're going to add that in there. But you, you know how people are. They add that stuff in there all the time. That's true. I think from a, a, a statistical standpoint, and it, it's, like, almost it like you, you have to judge. Hold on. Let me, I mean, backtrack. Just looking at both of their injuries, like, okay, who was hurt worse or who got – all right, you could say that. Like, this isn't like Alex That's Smith, factual. broken That's leg. Factual, bro. It, it is. Ain't it no, is. It ain't is. No Are you crazy? I'm not saying You saw how his leg bent, bro. You tripping, bro. <laughs> you saw how that, – that, bro, that, they had to turn off the camera, bro. Come no, on. Dog, it, was, it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> they, said they, cut, they cut the to – the, but they cut the players on the sideline. <laughs> Absolutely, but I will say this too. Ultimately, the award goes to the person who overcomes whether it's an injury or poor play. Obviously, for both of these uh young quarterbacks, injury. Now, from a statistical standpoint, and from my eye test, from what I've seen, I would slightly give it to Joe Burrow yeah. because he has a higher completion percentage, because he's thrown for more yards, because he's thrown for more touchdowns, and he has more yards per attempt, eight point nine compared to Dak seven point three. So when you put all those things together, the yards, completion percentage, and the touchdowns, the only about two more. Yes, Burrow has more interceptions. I get that. But at the same time, I'm not so sure people expected the Bengals to win a division this year. And I know you might say that some people thought that. But when you look into the year, people talk, oh, Cleveland might be a Super Bowl contender. Lamar Jackson, the Ravens. Oh, like. People didn't think Joe Burrow was going to be the best quarterback in his division and lead the Bengals to a division title. You know this, bro. They haven't won since 2015, 2015, I believe. So because of that, for Burrow's case, I will slightly give it to him. I'm not saying that Dak's injury is not not more significant. I understand that. Let me ask you a question. Why is Dak favored to win then? Answer me that. It's it's slight. Bro, why is he favored? Because he plays for a Dallas Cowboys. No, 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 no. Dallas are hated. That that ain't it. They're hated and loved. Hated and loved. You know this. It's because of what I I can't, bro. I go anywhere in the world, you're gonna find a Cowboy fan. It's it's because everybody's seen him crying as he left the field, bro. It's that it's that people people remember that. So yes, okay, and that's what I'm trying to tell you, bro. It people they go give it to him over that, bro. I'm trying to tell you, bro. It's it's this it's like man, like this man was crying, like his teammates came over there, like everybody was like hurt when they saw him get injured, like and for him to come back, like I said, that dislocate like a dislocated ankle, bro. Like that, come on now, bro. Like not everybody gonna come back from that after that first year, bro. That's what I'm trying to you're say. Abs- you're absolutely so, right. And the, so, the, what was Burrow's injury? If you could refresh my memory, I know it's not okay. Is is not maybe as significant, but oh, he's keeping it. I'm just telling you. Look at, 
I'm, I'm picking Joe to win. You act like I said that. But but I'm just saying. But you, you're kind of more on the fence, though. I'm like, no, 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 I'm no, more. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm picking Joe all the way. If you gave me a vote right now, I'm picking Joe Burrow. So I'm on the fence. I'm picking Joe Burrow. <laughs> you keep Look. making reasons why Dak's gonna win. No, it, I'm telling you why he's favored. Why he's gonna win? I'm not. I, no, I'm not picking him. I'm telling you why he's gonna win. Though he favored for a reason, ain't he? He is. But if I listen, I might. If I was a you betting man, I might bet. I would bet. I'll bet for Burrow. I'll bet against Dak, even though Dak is favored. I'm going with Burrow. Tell, That's my tell opinion. Me why because, he's favorite right now. Tell me. Because you know I'm right. Because you know it's the reasons I mentioned. You know I'm right. Because he plays for Dallas. So. Bro, stop right. This it's America's this team. Right. I just said was if Y'all right. can't get a Super Bowl. You can't get a playoff victory. You at least don't get the comeback player of the year for Dak. I get it. I respect oh, it. I get it. You, you know what it is, though. <laughs> Yeah, he plays for the look. That that's a leader. He's a great dude. I'm not saying he's not good. See, 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 and that's what the voters <laughs> gonna use right there. He's a he's a leader. He's a good man. That's <laughs> all I'm telling you. My thing is, I don't think people expected Burrow to be. Yes, he was. You know, yes, we know Burrow was the number one pick or whatever. But at the same time, I just don't think coming back from that, nobody really had high expectations for Joe Burrow this year. I think with Dallas. Everyone thought they were going to win a division. Everybody. But, but, but what was the biggest question? Everybody was like, remember the year? Dak didn't play. A, he didn't play a preseason game. Shoulder was bothering. Everybody was like, how is he going to play? He hasn't played in almost a year. That was the biggest question mark is yep. how he was going to play. That's I'm fair. Just saying. Just saying. I, listen, you could, you could, whatever side of the coin you are on, it's cool. I can't really argue against that. I just think you can make a better case for Burrow. My, in my opinion, really? it's objective. Really? Uh, you, no, you picked no, him no, too. No, no, I <laughs> did. No, you, you're asking me what's the okay. better, like what people are gonna look at. Like I said, well, that don't matter when it comes. So just, just the fact that he made it back. If you want to talk about stats, you're making it seem like he's killing Dak in stats. He only got him beat by two touchdowns and, and two percentage points in completion. You're making it seem like he's dominating, bro. That ain't it the case. Mean, it don't mean that he's dominating. It don't mean that he's dominating, him, but when, at the same sure time, it's like, are we are we going to – he's not dominating, but at the end of the day, are we going to give him credit or not? That's all I'm saying. That, that's what I'm saying. Are we going to give him credit like, for it? That's so close. That was an orange. Like, come on. So, so if that, if that if Dak was ahead, I couldn't argue for Burrow personally. Yes, I you could if you him. wanted to. That's like, those stats are what? not like outlandish, bro. Like no, that, no, th- those are very competitive stats between two players. Like that don't matter. <laughs> like nah, like it, it's so 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 just if you're stats. decent, it doesn't matter if you're good and just. If you're at least no, close, saying, you're like, we're talking about two touchdowns more. Come on, bro. Are you serious? You act like he's not just by a, 10, but it's the touchdowns, completion percentage, the yards, two, bro, yards no, per t- everything. Yards man. That much either. I just went through them. What are you talking about? You act 41 like to 46. I'm just saying, man. 4100 to 4600, man. Yeah, but that, but that's not you making it seem like that's like All a right. whole bunch, like. It's, like, it, it, it's on, not bro. that it's a whole. It's not that it's a whole bunch. My only thing, like I said, completion seventy point four, sixty eight point four. Whoop de do touchdowns but, 34, so, so, 32. Like you making it seem like he killing him though. It don't. It doesn't matter. I said it's. I said he's going to win it slightly. 
I didn't say he's killing them. I said he's going to win. No, I'm talking about the stats, though. Like, you keep talking about stats don't matter. But what I'm saying is, bro, the, the stats ain't, like, that much better is what I'm saying. Like, I could see, like, if it was, like, okay, Joe Burrow had about 40 touchdowns to Dax 30. Okay, now we talking. But you okay. by two? Why? Like I said, I didn't say definitively. I said I believe he will slightly you, you win it up, over. You said, him. but look at this. You said you, you, you said you asked me stats don't <laughs> matter. You just asked me that. Okay, if you don't listen, if Dak wasn't free, I, I'm telling you, you I'm, I'm gonna be objective. You wouldn't do it because you a Dallas Cowboy hater. So get out of here. Don't even lie, don't even lie on camera right now because you know you would have found a way to not. No, I, I could be. I could be. I could be honest. If the number, I couldn't. I'll be a straight hater if I didn't pick Dak. If that was the case, there's nothing oh, I could do. There's nothing yeah. I could do. I can't do nothing to that. If he was, like I said, if it was flipped, I would have to say Dak. Oh, I get out of here. <laughs> I would just be complete a complete nah, hater and troll. No, you better Burrow. than that. Because you still would have brought up the argument. You would have been like, but Joe Burrow carried the Bengals when nobody expected him to. You would have found a way. I could I, I could still you. say that, but it would be wrong. You. It would be wrong, though. It would be wrong if I ah, said that. you would lie. I know you. You <laughs> lied to America. <laughs> Stop, man. Stop, man. I'm trying to be better, man. I'm trying to be better. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, no. So so all right, y'all. So those are. Oh, I mean, we could actually. My bad. We can close it out with the coach of the year, and then we we'll, we'll push forward. Um, I think it's tied right now, bro, between um, Matt Lafleur of Green Bay and Zach Taylor of Cincinnati. Exactly. Uh, I would go with Zach Taylor uh, for Cincinnati because of a reason I said before. Nobody really expected the Bengals to be this good as a complete team. Their defense is pretty solid too. Okay. Because of that, I got to give it to him, man. I got to give it to the Bengals coach, Matt Lafleur. You've been there. I think your coach deserves consideration after you doubted him all year. He does. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. he does. After you doubted, he deserve, him. I say this: he deserves more than Frank Reich does, in my opinion. If I we're agree. talking about only because the Colts on paper going into the year, we're I bad. feel like people definitely thought they were they. Not to say that we're shocked at where they are or how they got to where they are. We probably thought they could be like a 10 and 6, you know, 10 and 7, whatever, 11 and 5, uh, 11 and 16. I forget, I'm forgetting extra game, but but the Eagles, bro, they were two and five. Everybody thought they're gonna be last place in the division. We'd be keeping it real. A lot of people, whether it's Colin Cowher, people on first take, Skip and Shannon, Stephen A. Nobody believed in the Eagles, man. I didn't believe we were gonna be this good. So even for me, you gotta kind of give it to them, man. People were hating on them. You gotta get give him consideration, but he doesn't deserve it. Zach Taylor, Cincinnati deserves I it. I agree. That's I don't know if you want to argue this one down with me like you did with Dak and Joe Burrow. I don't know. I didn't argue. I said Joe was gonna win. <laughs> but you you made a more compelling argument for Dak. But it's all good. You just I'm just saying you did. No, you no, I told you you win it. But but you, but by saying that you're making the argument for it. Even no, though you're picking no. Burrow, you're still saying, but, well, but this is really why that's going to win. Why, why he's favored and why he's going to win. I'm just telling you. Watch. So, so why didn't you just pick Dak from the jump to win the game? Because I, I, I personally don't believe he – personally, I don't believe he deserves it. But you get mad at me for bringing up the – No, no, okay. no. no. Right, I, get mad, I get mad at your reason for saying because of, of the statistics. I'm with you on your reasoning when you talk about what Joe was done for the Bengals. I agree with that. That's why I'm more so giving it to him. But like, 
I, I just think that when you talk about statistics, those statistics ain't that much to really validate why he should get it. It's more so with how he's turned around the Cincinnati Bengals, in my opinion. That's how I look yeah. at it. That's real. Uh, I'm, I'm cool with that. But, yeah, I think Zach Taylor, man, I think it's kind of if – LaFle- if LaFleur gets it, I'd be like, eh, I guess. I mean, eh. They need it. All I know is that they need, they need to get to the Super Bowl and, and potentially win the Super Bowl. But besides that, man, uh, that's our NFL talk for tonight. Before we conclude, I know we're getting a little late in the show, but we can't end the show without talking about my guy. You know, my guy's bro, my bro's guy, however you want to say. Sterling, this, this is your man's right here. This is your man's right here. This is your man's. We have the return of the controversial uh, and electric superstar himself. Oh, Mr. Kyrie Irving yeah. uh, made his return last night. And I'm going to let you – this is your guy. I know you you probably at the game and everything in Indy. I know you was there front row seats behind the Nets bench. I get it. but So I'm going to let you take this one about Kyrie's return All right. to the Nets. So, so Kyrie Irving last night provided an emotional lift to the Brooklyn Nets that they were hoping to see this season. You know, Brooklyn Nets were last night, were 29, were 21 against the Indiana Pacers. Not only did Irving show flash of his old form by posting 22 points and four assists and three rebounds and three steals in 32 minutes, he offered a reminder just how dangerous the Nets can be when he shares the floor with Kevin Durant and James Harden. By the way, Kevin Durant had a quiet 39 points. He does that often where he just scores 40 and you're like, I didn't even know he did that. He does that all the time. Um with Irving uh, hitting several crucial baskets down the stretch, the Nets erased what was a 19-point deficit um, against the Pacers. Um, after it was over, um, Irving admitted having some nerves, nerves in his return, but said he was just happy um, to be on the floor after missing the first three months of the year. Uh, Irving said in a statement, just a lot of gratitude. Just be present tonight with everyone, Irving said. Just go out there and having fun doing what we love to do. It was a not so good first half for us. And we came in the locker room and we knew that in order to build this identity that we want to have later in the season, we got to start now. And, you know, we, you know, we can, you know, go back and forth on this, but I'm going to tell you this right now, that man coming back last night, put a smile, everybody's face on the Brooklyn Nets team. You've seen it. Kevin Durant was ecstatic. James Harden was ecstatic. Everybody was. Nobody wants to admit it, but Kyrie Irving is a heart and soul of the Brooklyn Nets team. That's just real. Nobody wants to admit it, but it's true. I personally believe he's a leader of their team, to be honest with you. I really do. And you saw that last night when he came back. Players were energized, ecstatic, just high-fiving each other. It was a different energy having that man back on the basketball court. And he showed everybody once again why he is Uncle Drew. That man balled out, and he showed all the haters – Lawrence, Nick Wright, Shannon Sharp, we can go down the list. It doesn't matter. Kyrie Irving is a bad man. <laughs> that is my that is my guy, man. Look, did, you, did you see what he was doing out there? It wasn't even fair. This is the best ball handler of all time. And to me, the best finisher at the rim of all time. This man is a bad man. And I get it. Trust me. I'm, I'm upset at Kyrie for not playing most of this season. But what I tell y'all, he was going to come back. Now, it's not how we want it, but he's back. 
He's back. You saw number 11 with the mini fro out there. Young Mamba out there. You seen it. And he the, the out. Listen. He listen. I don't listen, man. Stop hating. Bra- bravo, man. Bravo. 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 <laughs> Man, see this. This is stop. The same thing you would get on me about. I'm about to get on you about. You know, you're not. You're not letting your 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 fandom of Kyrie being he's your favorite player in the game. That's great, but man, you act like he came back in the play in the playoff game. It's a regular season game, and it mattered. And I go right ahead, but I'm gonna continue. Is why I was I'm acting like this. But you can go right ahead. Yes, and I and I told look. I'm happy he's back, and you can listen. It's a huge like sigh of relief for the team, knowing that Kyrie's back, knowing that he's hopefully probably in basketball shape, and he will be a great contributor to the Nets while on the road. But as I told you, and I must continue to say this, and you were you were you were on this side too before, but now that he's back, you're just trying to ignore it. But this is what's gonna happen. We expect the Brooklyn Nets to compete for an NBA championship, okay? We both agree on that. Most people would agree on that. I have no issue with Kyrie being back unvaccinated. Honestly, that's his choice. I'm not going to condemn him like all these other people are. Like I said, bro, my only concern is the playoffs because the way things will probably work out is that the Nets will, which is be honest, they're gonna be the one seed, okay? Like let's just knock on wood now. They're gonna be the one seed. Everybody's healthy. No one in the East is seeing the Nets. We understand that. My only concern for your team, your boy, Kyrie, is when in doubt, if they do, and it doesn't even matter now because of the role. Because I looked up the the rule, they could play Golden State. It's not gonna matter um, playing um, in their arena on the road. But if y'all have to have a game seven, it's gonna hurt. Y'all basically have to win all your road games straight up. Like I'm just being real because it's Why gonna is be it tough. A game man. Seven on the road. No, 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 no. I'm asking. Oh, you mean if it is on the road? Yeah, I'm asking. Is you, do you, but oh, see, this seems no about the, this, but no, okay. No, but no, I'm no, gonna no, answer no, the question. No, I'm gonna answer the question. Real. I'm gonna answer the question, but then I'm gonna get on you because. You you you, you pull something that you would you would get on me if I said the same thing. Listen, I'll be on. I'm just, listen. Hold on a sec. If it's on the road, then they're in the clear. They should be in the clear. But he, co- bro, we talked about this at 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 length before he came back, and how you felt. You were grilling this man for. I'm still going grilling. I'm I'm still. You mad seem very giddy and excited that he's back because but, he's back. Okay. <laughs> Need it's a great thing. It's a great thing, but I'm I'm more looking to what matters the most for your team, and that's the postseason. Yes. yes. Okay. So I'm yes. trying to be objective and real. I would love to see the Nets win the chip no, for KD. Don't. I'm not a hater. What do you think I'm saying? I would love to see them win the chip. Yeah, don't, don't don't lie to people. You don't want to see them win. Oh man. my god. You ain't I mean, yeah. Long. Number one, I want to see my Heat win, but we know that's not going to happen. But what I'm saying is, it will be great for the Nets to. I'm. I look. I want the Nets or the Warriors to win a chip. I'm. I'm a fan of basketball in the day. I love my Miami Heat, as man, you know. Bro. But man, stop, stop, man. See, you're, you're I wasn't even a bring up. No, I know because you because you. I'm a fan of better. You're a fan of LeBron. Okay, it's called Okay, 
<laughs> Sorry about. Sorry, nah, man. You, <laughs> nah, man. But in all, listen. He's not going to get the shot. New York's not going to change the money. Just like I saw, like if they play the Knicks, obviously he can't play in that game. Right. If they go to Toronto, they can't play in the. That's not a big deal. Postseason. I don't care if you play Golden State. I don't care if you play Utah. I don't care if you play Phoenix. It doesn't matter. At home in Brooklyn, they're not changing that rule. I do not foresee. The way COVID is going right now, they're definitely not going to change that rule. So my only concern is if you can't get them in the home games, in the finals matchup, that's where you're going to see a drop-off. Kevin Durant, as great as he is, bro, if if a team like Phoenix or Golden State is rolling and they don't have him for them home games, and it's gonna be tough, man. No, and and, tough. And, and and what you're saying is not wrong, but 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 I want everybody to sit back and answer them answer this question: Are the Brooklyn if the Brooklyn Nets are okay with it and they can figure out a way? What's the problem? What I'm saying is we might not like yeah. it, we might yeah. not like it, but obviously they cool with it because like what I saw last night. They was cool with it. <laughs> they they needed them back. It was clear and evident that they needed him back. Cool we know it. that. So they they know they're gonna get him part time, even in the postseason. But it, and I agree with you. What you what you saying is not wrong. Trust me, I want him to play full time. I'm not happy that he's part time player. I think it's nonsense because he out here getting paid for away games when you know people out here in America losing their jobs. He's still good. I, I, even I, I, even Nets fans too who want to see Kyrie, KD, and, and Harden together. Oh yeah, you, oh, you, you pay. You want to come to a home game and see you. You might not be able absolutely. to travel here and see him play. It's like, dang, I can't see Kyrie play. Look, absolutely, one hundred percent. I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying, but what what I'm trying to get you to understand is they gonna try to figure out a way, and if they don't think it's gonna hurt them and they gonna figure it out, then they, then then they gonna be all right. Well, as they win a championship and he's part-time player, then what are we gonna say? That's all that's what I'm saying. Like we could talk about all these what ifs, it could be a problem. What happens if it's not a problem and they win? Then, then what are we gonna say? Well, what are people gonna come on television and say the next day? You'll be waiting for that day. I just <laughs> I'm personally, just saying, I don't... what are you gonna say if they win and he's a part-time player? I can't. I can't do number two. I got to him, man. I gotta congratulate him. Like I can't. I'm not. See, I'm not mad. I'm just saying for their best case scenario to win. Yes, I, I agree. It, it, it's helpful for Kyrie yes. to be able to 100 um, be there. We because you're you're playing with fire here. Obviously, the Nets. First of all, the Nets know they need Kevin Durant is playing the way he's playing and use his minutes as you know everything he has to do for the team is set people up. It's going to burn them out. So having Kyrie can help. KD can kind of maybe reduce his minutes a little bit. Maybe even take a night or two off on the road. You never know. See, and let Kyrie go to work. This goes back to, my, this go back to my point when I told you. We talked about this. You kept saying, Brooklyn get, get to the finals without a Kyrie. This is why I kept telling you. You see, you see James Harden the same guy. No. They need a Kyrie. I'm not more so concerned about the finals. Like we keep talking about the finals and all that stuff. But that's how much respect I have for the Nets. Is I'm only telling. I'm not saying about playoffs. I'm just saying the finals. To, I'm not to, saying to, the first round, second round conference. I'm saying the finals. To be to be honest with you, I'm I'm gonna start in the Eastern Conference against Milwaukee. To me, that's where it starts. In my mm-hmm. opinion, in my personal mm-hmm. opinion, 
That's why I kept telling you, if Kyrie don't come back at all, they ain't beating Milwaukee. Not with how James Harden playing. That ain't happening. This man is playing sorry right now. And I, look, man, I hope he comes back full time. He probably won't. But I'm just happy just to see Uncle Drew on the basketball court. Number 11 is back, baby. And I'm loving it that he's out there blessing us with Uncle Drew magic. That's I, I'm just happy to see him play. That's all it is, man. That's all it is. I understand that. And it's great right now. It is perfect. It's beautiful. It's lovely. It's magical to see it right You're now. You're a hater. That's I'm not hating. I'm looking for you and your team. Part of you, part of you even smiled when you saw him out there, didn't you? You smiled, didn't you? Even deep down, all the hate you had, you smiled. I didn't have to, I didn't have to smile deep down. I was cool with it. I'm like, oh, Kyrie's back. Smile, like, oh, it's great for the game, man. It's great for the game. I'm not hating on Kyrie. I told you, smile. you, it don't it don't matter to me if he gets to the, the shot or not. I want to see you happy. You're, you're my guy. You're my bro. I want to see you happy. I want to see the Nets win because if they don't win, and they're at full strength, as in that no one's injured, and they lose again. Man, I would be to start. I'm be like, bro, man, you know, you called this few years back. You said they're gonna win the chip and all this, and I don't know what's happening, bro. So I'm, what's going on? With KD, man, Kyrie, they're not getting it done, bro. Like that's what I'm gonna tell you if it don't happen. But if it does, I gotta wait. Hey, look at you, wait. Hey, <laughs> I'm just being- you already got your speech ready. You already got it written down. Nah, so no speech, man. No speech. I'm just. Bro, oh, yeah, I want to see you happy, man. LeBron's <laughs> about to be out of the league. I know you're ready for excited for that. You're gonna be throwing the rep- retirement party for him. I know, but <laughs> at no, the end of the actually, day, I'm not. I actually, I'll be sad when LeBron retires. Okay, okay, I am. Okay. Gr- gr- greatest is leaving the game. There'll never be another player like LeBron. All seriousness. Though you said the greatest is leaving the game. I, know, I said one of the greatest is leaving the game. Okay, I, I thought I you said the greatest. Like, hey, I, ain't, I ain't gonna never say that. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, nah, but uh, we get the Lakers another time, man. But um, I think we're all excited to see Kyrie back. Um, you know, Sterling thinks I'm a hater, I'm just thinking about their long term goals to win the chip. That's it, it's gonna be great. He's gonna be on Sports Center, he's gonna be on top 10. We love Kyrie, his handles, he is a magician with the ball, we know that, but. <laughs> but with that being said, man, we we gonna we gonna get some more NBA later down the line. Um, NFL, uh, we got the last week of the season. We got the awards we talked about. Obviously, this Antonio Brown drama I think will continue. That's just my opinion. With him posting stuff, not the Bucks. AB will will continue to post some crazy stuff. I won't be surprised if he gets into something in the off season. That's just his nature, his behavior, what he's been doing. But with that being said, man, we had a nice. Uh, hour 30 minutes show we haven't done one this long in a little while too bro so it's good to do so uh, but we appreciate everyone who's tuned in on our youtube page if you see us in person if you're listening on audio whether you're on the apple podcast or spotify um amazon music with however you listen to our show we appreciate you appreciate the support and with that being said man y'all take it easy y'all have a good one we're out